and I think you know everybody's asking like what kind of predictions and. Um, I think that's the thing about predictions, you don't know what you can find, right? You can predict your predictions <laughs> in some ways. Um, but that's a very exciting area because um, if you are working with you know, more and more data, there is a potential for more and more discoveries and more and more interesting predictions. That's Marina Corniva, co-founder of Dativa. And she makes sense, right? You can't predict what your predictions will be, but you can predict you will have them, especially if you have enough data to work with. And when it comes to health data, the potential for improving health care is huge. Hello, and welcome to Dativa Talks. I'm your host, Keith McDonald, and in this episode, we talk about some P words. We already heard predictions and potential, but what about prevention, personalization, possibilities, and privacy protection? Well, let's find out more as we proceed with the show. Shiva Amiri is the other co-founder of Dativa, and here she offers up some of the advantages to another P word, pooling shared data. You have so much more information about your own health um, by giving information out. So if you are um, sharing your data, one, you can track your own progress, share that data with your doctor easier, but you become part of the pool of information and you get access to that aggregate information that could be very valuable for you and your caregivers. Um, so that's for the individual. Like imagine having that access. I mean, a personal story of mine, I had a surgery coming up. I had one, one set of health records at one hospital. And then I had, I, I was trying to get into a clinical trial at another hospital and guess what? I had to go and get paper copies from one hospital and take them to the other hospital because they don't even email them. So you can see that there's definitely challenges in the system for individuals. I couldn't believe that we have so such advanced technology um, and we are doing such a great job with trends of predictions and analytics in almost every other field. But to get my own health records, to get my ultrasounds, I had to go physically to one hospital, pick up paper and hand it to another hospital in the same city. So to individuals, I think there's, there's um, quite a lot that, that could be gained there. Um, to healthcare institutions, imagine what you could gain by pooling your data with other data sets, with other hospitals. If you care about research, if you're a research hospital, then it's a vast opportunity in getting more data for research, complementary data sets, and so on. If you care about uh, cutting down costs, there's a lot of avenues to do that by analyzing data, the data. You can see, you know what, which treatments work best for which patients, let's use those so we can cut down costs, we can cut down wait times and all of that. Um, and what if you would get revenue back to your hospital by the secondary use of the data that you've shared? So you share your data, it's pooled, it's aggregated, it's sold in aggregate, all the identified. Um, and then if your data is involved in what's sold, then you get a proportion back for the activities or research at your hospital or your research institute. So those are the advantages for um, research institutions. Um, the third category you're asking about are insurance companies and pharmaceuticals. The users, yeah, the users of the data. The, yeah, the users of the um, secondary data. So 
Um, this group, obviously the data sets we're collecting are complementary data sets to the data sets that they have. So they could very well be interested in um, looking at classification of patients. In the case of pharmaceutical companies, that data aggregated with drug data that they're interested in for the identification of patients for clinical trials, for example, for um, looking more closely, understanding which drugs work in which circumstances, for which types of patients with which other disorders. So there's a lot pharmaceutical companies can gain from this. Insurance companies, they will be using the data, mostly from what I imagine, to formulate their plans more specifically for different types of users. So what would, a per, you know, people with certain conditions, what are the best plans to put them on? People with certain backgrounds, people with, you know, on certain medications, what are the optimal plans and insurance policies for these types of people? But also, their data is very valuable for um, the other data that's available through hospitals or wearables and patient reported data because they have historical data on their clients. What happened to them? What kind of accident did they get into? Did they get into a fire? What drugs were they on? Things like that. That, that data is very valuable too. So it is a two-way street and um, there's a lot to be gained from the pooling and sharing of the data on both sides. Now, one of the things people tend to talk about when it comes to sharing data, especially health data, is privacy and privacy protection. Shiva used the words de-identified data and aggregate data, and this is a key to making sure your specific name or address remains unknown. Only your health details, the diagnosis, disease, interventions, medications, etc., are revealed. When you add this to a pool, the more data the better, the better analysis and discovery. This is particularly true for chronic diseases. Marina talks about the specifics. Well, chronic disease is difficult to diagnose. From what I've read, it's, um, um, there is, it's a much more complicated picture. Like it's not just one thing you need to detect and monitor. Um, it's um, you know, lifestyle, uh, it's environment, it's um, family history, and it's a lot of symptoms too, like even based on my mom's experience. Her symptoms changed dramatically from you know beginning to two years later. Like she, it started with some kind of burning sensation, then symptoms changed, and she had extreme fatigue. She couldn't lift anything. She was almost like bedridden. Then she started to have heart palpitations, and this was like sort of again like a mountain of, inf of information that individual can't deal with. Uh, and doctors the same because they don't share data. So you come to them, you know, today was one symptom, yet symptoms changed for the past three, three months, for example, or three weeks. And to retell the story in a detail, it's not possible. When you come to doctor, you're emotional and you forget things and you want things to be resolved, you're pressing them for some kind of solution and they're asking you very detailed question. When did this heart palpitation start? So you kind of you know need a calendar almost to go back three weeks ago and say, well, I think it was three weeks ago on Tuesday. And he's asking your next question, like, was, were you at rest when this happened or were you active? You know, were you sleeping? What did you do? When did it start? Did you have a big meal before that? Like, who has you know, this amount of information with them you know, right away to answer? But it looks like to diagnose person properly, they actually needed that timeline of events, of everything with the details, with that context around you know, what was happening 
when those symptoms were um, happening. Tying that into data, then how does data Im impact disease prevention? Well, I think data um, has the answer. <laughs> so the, the answer is within the data. You just need to unlock that answer. Um, you need to put it together in some way. Somebody, uh, and I think it's not even an individual who can look at mountain of data and, and you know, understand what was happening. Um, computers are better at analyzing mountains of data over long periods of time and seeing trends and seeing patterns. Um, I think humans are not good at that. And that's, I think, how technology will help. Because it has that capability of analyzing mountains of data. And that really is a key concept for Dativa. And we talked a lot about the P's in this episode, but there are some A's too. We need to advocate for data. We need to acquire data. We need to analyze data. And finally, we need to announce the learnings and discoveries from the data. And that's Dativa's business model. I'm Keith McDonald. Thanks for listening, and stay well.